Welcome. I welcome you. The ran out of talent. Podcast. We can't thank you enough for checking in, taking it in, listening to the stats. Joey Fitzsimmons is the co-host. You got Joe Jr. running the show. Me, I'm a man just trying to just rip up a couple freestyles just for you. Tuning in to Ran Out of Talent. But if you ever run out of talent, don't take no time, don't take anything. Just get a hold of Junior or Joey and talk about it. All right, welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joser Jr., and with me is my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going, Joey? Oh, it's going, you know, it's going pretty good. Yeah. So you didn't go racing and, uh, at FTR, and you thought, because uh, I asked you, you're like, you would have seen me. I'm like, no, I wouldn't have, because I was there for only a couple hours I left, but yeah. Yeah, I... Uh... What what did some big car racing this weekend? That's fun. With the uh was the Wasota late model challenge series weekend. There was uh they were supposed to hit four tracks, but Okay. Me and my buddy ended up only hitting three. So we raced uh Wilmer, Minnesota on Thursday. Yep. Friday in Montevideo, Minnesota, and then last night in Madison, Minnesota. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, man. That that's cool that you do that. It's just a bummer we don't get to see you so much in the summertime. Yeah, well, I I plan on I don't know which races yet, but I plan on coming out to at least one or like, one or two big ones this year. Yeah, we got a right. we got a bit we got a loaded schedule as a state, which is a good thing. For so, sure. So I mean, we got something three weekends out of four. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Plus FMRC doing their uh, AstroTurf gig. That's pretty damn cool. True, yeah. They, I'd seen something about that on Facebook, looked at their page a little bit. It looked like they got that uh, They got that rolling pretty good. Right, yeah. No, they got Thunder Road stuff, and that was really good AstroTurf, and they needed turf. Like, I haven't been there, but I was going to go up there for one of their races, and everybody's like, eh, you might want to stay away. That AstroTurf's kind of shitty. And then now they got this stuff, and that's really going to make their club pop. Heck yeah. Which I'm happy about. Before we get going, um, I want to talk about a charity event that's going to be happening July 29th from noon to 6. Um, It's Chris from Party Crashers putting it on. It's called uh, the We Got Your Six. Uh, It's a car show fundraiser. You can go to thefrontline.org for more information. But uh, they're doing a huge car show that uh, we're piggybacking an RC event off of. And 100% of the money collected goes towards charity. And then uh, the event's happening uh, at the RC events. There's going to be a big track, which is going to be 112 by 64 they're going to have off-road from noon to 2.30, on-road from 3.30 to 5.30. There will be a smaller party crashers track with RC provided that anybody there can drive. Uh, full-length drag strip, demo derby, and king of the hill. Possible drift track on the carpet, crawler course, course bashers ramp to send it into grassy field. Possible RC truck pulls and sumo table. 
uh, RC Car Show. Trophies will be provided thanks to the, the generous sponsors of Kremers Toys and Hobby, Op for Airsoft Hub Hobby, Dollar Hobby, Kings, King Kong Hobbies. Us ran out of talent. Uh, 3X7 Outdoors, their RC YouTube tubers, and RC Car Guy. He's a digital creator. For more info, it can be found on the Facebook. Uh, uh, hold on one second. It looks like, let me look at that, because it looks like it's, it is MNRC, but it's MNRC PLR. So it's not the same MNRC as the Minnesota Nitro series. Yep. But it's uh, MNRC PLR. So, yeah, give that a check. Um, any more information, uh, PM me or PM Chris uh, McKellips. And, yeah, it's going to be a good time. People want some parking lot racing, and uh, Chris is providing. This is your opportunity to show up and show they can be supported. Sounds like a blast to me. Oh, dude, I love racing. No matter what. I mean, you've been to Sean's Benton County races. They're the last one you went to, right? Yep. Yeah, it's just on a grass field, but so much fun racing in front of people. It is. So, anyways, I feel like a bum, but I actually have energy. I napped basically up until this podcast. I don't know if I'm going to sleep tonight. Oh, you lucky dog. Oh, no, I it's dumb because I got to go to bed at 9. Oof. 9, 9.30 around there. Um, yeah, I've just been doing little stuff. Um, like last night, so I installed a BeamNG drive on my uh, racing rig last night. Mm-hmm. And I haven't turned it on in a while, but I turned it on like three or four months ago um, for because I hooked Joey's 3D printer up to it. Yep. Well, them, them hooking the 3D printer up to it and leaving it on for an extreme amount of time uh, fried the power supply in the servo for my steering wheel. Oh boy. Yeah. So I got to get a new, uh, thrust, uh, Thrustmaster T300, uh, uh, servo because guess what? There, there's a bunch of power supply hacks out there and I tried them all last night. And I couldn't get any of them to work because huh. they are a holes about these power supplies and I can't find one anywhere. Hmm. nowhere dude uh, it's easy i took it out no problem and i'm like all right and then they're nope you can't find them anywhere did you check micro center yes dude when i say so i was watching all the hacks to make your own power supply out of like a laptop charger or whatever yep the start of every single video is like we can't find this power supply anywhere, so we're going to make our own. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just going to end up getting a new servo base for it. It's a bummer. It's fucking, I had servo problems yesterday at FTR. Do tell. How'd your day go, by the way? Let's, let's, let's start at that point. Well, I get there at 8 a.m., and on my way there, I'm PM, and my buddy, well, you know him, Jeremiah Lucas Savitz. And I'm like, hey, Joe Three's not going to be here. Grab your radio and come run his fist scale. And he does. And I go out at like 8 o'clock. I, I set my stuff up, go out at 8 o'clock. 
Now, the fifth scale guys, they wanted to open up the rules a little bit. I said, you don't want to do that. They're like, no, it'll be great. It's like, all right, I'll play this game. Um, so um, now the rules, is, rules are for fifth scale, you can change or every, uh, let me rephrase this. So it's stock motor and stock tires. But now you can change the clutch, air filter, um, pipe, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, that fucker is so loud. It's so loud. <laughs> but uh, Sound like a weed whacker now? Oh, it's way louder. It sounds like... Um, Power whacker? A super high-pitched, old-school, two-stroke dirt bike. That wing, 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 wing. <laughs> Yeah. You know. Um, so I go out, I start, I do the first practice truck feels awesome. Um, they did a great job building the track. It's very high speed. I like it. It is very high speed. Couple of technical jump sections that you can take two different ways. It was, it's really nice. So, and then Jeremiah gets out there. So I start Joe three's truck and get him going. And then I start my truck and we go out there and I'm like, huh, my steering just quit working. Huh? It just quit again. I'm like, Oh no. And then I pull over and then all of a sudden the servo started fluttering really fast and then just lost everything. So good. That's what I'm a little perturbed by. It's a, and uh, what what's the brand? It's a NSDRC or something like that. Mm. Yeah, NSDRC, which is it's a great servo. Um, but you know, I just had a failure. That happens. But um, and then on that same run, Jeremiah. It wasn't Jeremiah's fault because I, I I've been waiting for this to happen because there's a Spectrum servo in the steering of Joe Three's truck. Mm-hmm. That popped too. So both trucks lost steering servos. You're hard on shit, aren't you? No. Except, well, I noticed that Tony Swenson's got the same amount of speed as I do, but he doesn't send it the same way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So there, there's still a giant triple in the front that I was just skying. And that Tony was double singly. But don't you think I should be able to just say, I can clear it. I was over clearing it. So if I'm over clearing it, here's what's going to have to happen. And I hate it so much. I'm going to have to loosen the servo saver a tick in both trucks, I think. Think that'll help it? Well, I run them pretty locked, dude. And, it, oh, and again, though, the reason why the one that Jeremiah was running, that was a Spectrum. I mean, the second you buy a Spectrum servo, they might as well have a timer on it saying it will fail in this amount of time. So, yeah, man, but the track was a blast, but I ended up leaving at like 10, 1030. Why is that? Why did I leave? Yeah. Because I only brought my fist scale. 
dude, I'm only racing my fifth scale. Uh, yeah, when it's not a when it's not a Nitro Series event. Well, I might run my. <laughs> I'm not doing it to be a douchebag or nothing like that. But it's so hard. I'm doing it because it's hard to get tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, I waited a little bit for the set of uh, rehabs I got for my truck for loose nuts next week. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's go through some uh, results. Uh, E-Buggy A-Main. Wow, Seth broken one. Uh, yeah, he wasn't too far off. Kyle, Kyle wasn't too far off of him. So Seth got a 19,956, so that tells me he broke on the last lap. Uh, and Kyle got a 19, 10, uh, 19.10.02, so he's about six seconds back. And Clayton took third, about 10 seconds behind Kyle. But, yeah, no, every, uh, top six out of 12 were on a 19-lapper. Oh, man. Yeah. So they were all pretty quick there. Oh, yeah, they were. Uh, your truggy A mains got Alan Smith winning that. He looks really good with his fucking cherry picker. I like it. No, fuck it. He, let him run what he wants. <laughs> I know. I just giving him shit. I know. Crashed a lot in practice, and we were giving him shit. That'll happen. Yeah, we were just. It's funny. Sean Van Dalen took second. Frank Miller third. Um, was it? Uh, let's look at Nitro Buggy. Seth won that one. Uh, Kyle Holmberg second and James Dolan third. So, yeah, you're norm, normal dudes at the top. Uh, we should go back a week to Southern because we raced Fiscal there, and I won. <laughs> oh, yeah, let, I forgot they did that. Let's, let's hear a little bit about it. So it was the same layout as the Nitro Series. Um the track is still very hard and abrasive, it, but it was a good time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we brought the stuff down. It's like, I don't know if there's going to be room, but we'll give it a shot. There was room. So it was a June buggy jam, but fifth scale had the most entries. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you know, my truck was so... Uh, both Tony Swenson and I had asked Braden Stensrud for help because the kid knows his two-stroke motors. Mm-hmm. We've never ran our trucks in that kind of heat, and they were both just boggy, just lean-bogging, like blah, blah, blah type situation. Joe 3 threw a spark plug. It's like, oh, man, it's like 90-some, 95 degrees when we left the place. Mm-hmm. It was never that hot last year. Um but we got my truck running pretty well. I, I'm messing with the setup right now to where I still have the bypass pistons in the front, but I got the stock pistons drilled out in the rear. So the front is literally like shit brick house stiff, and the mm. rear is normal and soft. So I'm actually kind of liking that. It, it really feels well on the truck. But uh, I qualified second, but I won it. Tony Swenson TQ took second, and 
Uh, Drew Dockin ended up third. Joe Three took fourth. Joe Three was catching up to Drew because Drew was having some issues keeping his drive line underneath him. But Joey started a uh, bobble and crash. And but I'm still proud of the kid. In a 10 minute main, he only finished two laps behind me, which uh, it, it's a lot. But that was his first time driving the truck, so I was fairly happy about that. Fuck yeah. And what I was also really happy about was um, when we got done with the race day, um, hold on one sec. Sorry, I just got a message. Um, when we got home with the race day, I'm like, what do you think? He goes, when's the next time we can race that thing? And so he's really, he's like, yeah, A scale, meh. Let's race fifth scales from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I kind of agree, but, you know, it's important for him to get his fundamentals down. It is. You know, eat your vegetables first. So, um, anyways, next week, um, Father's Day weekend, uh, the weekend of June 17th, round number two of the MNRC at loose nuts in north branch minnesota um it's a high bite clay track uh be prepared it's a great time it's either gonna rain and we're barely gonna get racing in or it's gonna be hot as hell and the track is gonna get a black black groove on it there's never an in between (laughs) so that is true also uh Throwing it out there too. Empire Insurance is going to be there. The yep. Big, yep. big tent. They got a raffle going on yeah. as well. Yeah, I got to sign up for that. I didn't sign up for it last year because I was just so busy with shit. Like just wrenching and all that. And uh, I, I it slipped my mind. I want a bevy cooler. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, that's he. Yeah, he's just giving out all kinds of good. Uh, Good prizes. So, um, did you watch the uh, Nationals last weekend? Very, very briefly. I watched a Truggy A-Main and the Buggy A-Final. Um, so, in the A-Final for Truggy, Mayfield won that one. It was actually kind of Tebow's to lose. So... Fend was winning, but he started dealing with an issue about with like 10 minutes left to go and Tebow caught him and Mayfield caught him and all that stuff, but he was holding him off. The problem is Fend broke a motor mount or some kind of nonsense like that. So he's losing forward drive. I want to say Fend still ended up third in that Treggy A main, but uh, Mayfield ended up winning it with Tebow in second. Um, and then I watched that buggy A and Fend was on one. He by the end of the hour he lapped the well, he lapped several people several times, but I believe he got the entire field by the end of the hour. Hmm. So it was it was the Fend show. It really was. Um so what happened was Keenan from the No Name RC podcast went to do some of the announcing for Live RC there, 
and Charlie Swanka was supposed to join him, but Charlie broke his clavicle. So in the last second, Keenan's like, yeah, I'm alone in the booth. I don't, I, I PM branded. I'm like, dude, get a hold of me. But you know, Brandon, he, a, he's a busy guy. He never sees his PMs. B, Brandon doesn't like me. He never has. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it did. even before Live RC, before anything, Brandon's never liked me. Um, What sucked is uh, the internet uh, took a shit with, like, I don't know, 20 minutes left. And it came back on with, like, seven minutes left. <laughs> Nothing really happened, though. I mean, like I said, Fend was gone. Right. Um, the, the comment section, holy shit. So people from Reddit live on the comment section of YouTube also. What a bunch of scumbag loser assholes. Oh, tell me how you really feel. Their loads, their dirty... Um, never mind. Um, <laughs> no, well, I'm sitting there. There's one guy... He got booted from the chat and rejoined under his real name, and I don't realize—I don't know if he realized if he rejoined under his real name. But he's sitting there spamming the chat about how terrible Mayako does. Tebow hates the Mayako. Why does the Mayako suck so bad? Just on and on and on and on. It's like holy shit. So he got the boot, and then. Uh, he came back under his real name and on and on and on. you know what I mean? And then I went, uh, I'm like, who's announcing it? Like the actual, cause it's like, I should have worded it better. Cause I'm like, I'm not, I think I said, I'm not talking about Keenan, but whoever's announcing the actual race, whoever was announcing the Truggy a main or whoever was an, on the mic that weekend, was doing such a piss poor job. He was announcing the Truggy A main, like the guy who was on the actual microphone at the race. Yep. He was announcing the Truggy A main like it was um, a club race debug D main e buggy main. Just super sporadic and not no, really just like yeah, not into it. He's like, oh. I'm too good for it. It just wasn't good. And then, so they jumped my shit saying, how do you know? I said, cause I shouldn't have said that. I knew it was fucking troll bait. I go, cause I'm better. They're like, Oh, you're better at nothing. Ah, F you, F you. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that sparked a fucking flame in their interest. Oh dude. It's so easy to get those fucking dorks going. Oh, it, it was really insane. I'll tell you what. I'm glad we had Keenan instead of just a regular uh, race announcer because if we had the regular race announcer, man, that would have oh, sucked. Anyways, but the Nationals, dude, uh, the track looked phenomenal. I heard that that might be uh, the last race at Silver Dollar. So, I mean, lots of uh, it's awesome if you're able to make it. I've never been. 
Um, either. Yeah. Uh, oh, before we get into more notes, hey, go to pwrmerch.com and search ran out of talent in the search bar to get your t-shirts and mugs. You can also get all kinds of cool uh, stuff that uh, Corey Hens designed and all that stuff. You, you can get your MMR shirts and your 510 shirts, et cetera, et cetera. Go buy them up. You know, when we're done with notes, we got to talk about MMR. They had a race, and I just totally spaced it. But let's get through notes first. Let me just pull up MMR first so I don't forget. <laughs> um, I wanted to go, but it's like I kind of wanted to race my fist scale more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yesterday I popped $500 worth of uh, servos. Um, gotta love it. Yep, you gotta love it. Anyways, all right, I got it pulled up. So... Tyler Jones left Agama Nemo. Did you see that? I did see that. I don't know what you kids uh, mean when you type certain emojis, but when, like, somebody would say the car sucks and he would give the two side eyes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And it's like, I don't I don't think... I think something like that would be good if they could uh, get a real team behind it. You know what I mean? Like, get, like, two, three top pros working on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what? The new store manager at Dollar ghosted after two days, so that position's open again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, some dude's a freaking loser. 50 years old and you're ghosting a job like that. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> um, there's a dude trying to get the Big Lake RC track going again. I PM'd him, and I'm like, hey, I'm willing to help, because it's, it's like off of um, County Road 14 and 43. It's like on the backside of a farm field. It's super hard to explain. Mm-hmm. It's like between a farm field and a housing development. And I said, look, you need three things. I said, you need electricity, you need water, and you need a driver's stand. And then, you know, I started getting excuses. I'm like, dude, you definitely need water. So hopefully they can figure that out. Uh, one, uh, like five, six years back, six years back, um, like me and Bruce St. Ives and a couple other dudes were out there running in front of the Big Lake City Council, and the Big Lake City Council wanted to throw money at that track, and then the original dude behind it just ghosted everybody and everything. So it's like starting at square one again. Because that would be a cool 10th scale track if they could get the proper stuff running. Oh, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Mm. Here's an announcement that I'm kind of pumped about. So, Island Speedway in Muscatine, Iowa. Two things. They are switching to rubber tires only at the end of July. No more foams. And then they will be holding the October 
NCTS finale. Same dates as uh, Thunder Road. I got my hotel booked already. Um, there's a hotel there. Let me pull it up on my um, Expedia. It, they basically put two hotel rooms together, and they have three-bed hotel rooms. Mm. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's nice. It's a Comfort Inn um, off of, or it says Comfort Inn Muscatine near Highway 61. So that's where I'm staying. Um, it's going to be, dude, I, I love that place. I don't care that it's five hours away. I'm going, I know a bunch of people are going, it's going to be a great time. And I hate to say this part, but they're smart to go with rubber tires because the guy, you know, that sells foam tires, I don't get me wrong. Rick Safru does a great job. His tires are top-notch for sure but a he's the only person making them and b he's dealing with like i don't know health stuff back stuff stuff like that and that's got to freak a track out if they're running only your tire and you can't get them tires you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so but yeah Island Speedway, check them out. They have several uh, Facebook pages, which is frustrating. So go to Island Speedway Off Road. Um, let's see. We talked about loose nuts. Uh, Orion's coming back. They have a new motor. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, they have a new electric motor, I should say. So it looks a lot like the R1, but R1's R1. You know what I mean? Yep. You can't beat R1. No. And uh, the Extra Lap podcast is at least done till 2024, but they're probably done. And that kind of bums me out because I really, really like the Extra Lap RC podcast. I've only listened to a couple episodes of them, and I've kind of liked him yeah my favorite episodes were the thomas tran episodes the first thomas tran episode was phenomenal but that was before the weight of being tlr team manager kind of kind of crushes your spirits you know what i mean um but in general there's a ton of podcasts like ending uh there's a podcast out there i started listening I've, I've been an Ari Shafir fan for years and years and years and years. Uh, I left uh, practice early last year at North Branch to go to his comedy show, but he's ending his podcast. And I started listening to his podcast because um, um, he had these um, military um, contractors on, and he was talking about how they're making a crazy amount of money per month, literally doing nothing, waiting for jobs for months and months and months. And there are thousands of contractors that were over in the Middle East doing the same thing and getting paid off the military dole. Mm-hmm. So that's what got me hooked onto that podcast. And he had cool podcasts like that. And, you know, 
he would interview comedians, but he wouldn't interview them about comedy because if you listen to Joe Rogan a lot, there's a lot of repeating themes. Like they talk about the inside baseball of comedy and how it takes so many hours and blah, 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 blah. It's like, fuck, I can only hear that so many times. <laughs> well, Ari would talk to... Instead, Ari would talk to a comedian about maybe if they're homeless, he'd talk to him about being homeless. Or if they had an interesting side gig, he'd talk to him about that. Um, he would talk to them about anything about except for about what they do for a living now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why, I mean, I'm going to be upset, but I've noticed that podcasts in general are waning off because... For a lot of people, well, for no, you know what? It's not worth the financial squeeze, period. It's not. You're not going to make any money, no matter what anybody tells you. Maybe Keenan makes a co- literally a couple dollars off YouTube and he makes okay money off of his sponsors. But if you don't have that list of a dozen sponsors like Keenan, you ain't making money. Now, I hate to say this. But I kind of podcast because it feeds my ego a bit. You know what I mean? Yep, I see what you mean. Um, like, oh, great example. So last episode, I talked about Thunder Road closing. Um, I got called a soft pussy a couple times because I ain't go hard enough. Um, but that wasn't what was required in that scenario. I don't think, but huh? there's a limit in that kind of stuff though. You can only go so far. Well, you can only go so far. And then what good would it do if I went farther? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what, Joey, I got 103 PMs. Asking about that fucking glue I talked about. Really? Yeah, either them sending me a link saying, is this right? Or PMs, what was that glue again? Or other ones about what um, thickness did you get? What's this? What? Just literally 103. My phone stopped three days ago. Mm. Uh, which I dig. I don't mind it at all. At all. You know, it's just one of those things. It's like, you, you don't know if people are listening or not until you tell them a little trick like that. That is true. So, yeah, and more likely, I mean, for me, like I said, it feeds my ego. Um, Yeah, so that's it. Uh, before we get into questions, let's... uh. Talk about the MMR state champs. I wanted to go. It was a little light on the on the entries, but uh, your normal uh, people won. Uh, it looks like Chad Neiman won thirteen five murder buggy. Evan Banta took second with Maluli in third. Um, stock buggy. Evan Banta won, followed by Andrew Mowry and Doug Osted in three. Stock truck, Ethan Geese or Geis, sorry if I screw that up, won, and I believe that was one of his first wins. 
Mike Chubb took second, and Dan Melgren took third, and Slash. So Andrew dusted off. I saw him, saw a picture of uh, Slash, and he dusted off like a 15-year-old Slash and put it on the track. Mm. Evan Banta, that's nuts. Slash was the biggest class. Evan Banta won that one, followed by Emery Stark, Weather, and Jess Isaacson in third. So, yeah, it looked like a really good time. I just, I hate, like I said, I hate to be that. I really wanted to raise my fist scale. So uh, let me double check on the questions here to see if we got any more. Um, again, I should do this before, but I never remember. I'm the worst. Hey, man, it happens in old age. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be 41 in a month. Oh, man. You're yeah. getting up there, aren't you? Yeah. Beth is going to be 40 this year. Freaking A. Beth and I have the same birthday. We're just a year apart. So I just I just said it's your birthday from now on. Because I don't... I don't know, man. She likes to buy me stuff and... We've talked about we've talked about this, haven't we? She, yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah, I'm uncomfortable with it, and she just out of nowhere bought me a fucking expensive watch last week out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, early birthday present, huh? She's like, no, just cause. I don't. Again, I just I love the watch, and I I've been wearing the shit out of it, and. 99% of scenarios to where it's not going to get messed up, but ugh. anyway, <laughs> uh, let's get into question. Keith Hodges is wondering for E-Truggy, if you only had one set of tires for loose nuts next weekend, what would it be? And Kyle correctly answered, uh, blue reflexes. But then Keith asked, what would you run on a four wheel drive buggy? And I'll, I'll say this much. Too bad it's not a mini truggy, because if it's a mini truggy, I got a set of tires for him. Um, but it's a four wheel buggy. I would do blue sprinters, but I would put open cell foams in them. I really like the open cell. Well, you might not need the open cell foams on loose nuts, because that stays pretty smooth. Uh, did you ever run a mini truggy at FTR? No, I uh, I was gonna going to one weekend, but then I chickened out. Yeah, um, dude, and like sprinters on the mini truggy sprinters with open cell foams are the bomb for FTR and for uh, Rick's Hobby Farm, but they come with closed cell. So, and I believe the ones for uh, four-wheel buggy also come with closed cell too. But, I like I said, loose nuts might be smooth enough to uh, pull it off. So. Maybe, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chad Schlack is saying, you should go check out Scotty Ernst's straight line showdown RC drag race next month. Brand new dedicated rubber tire RC drag strip. He goes, I guess that was more of a suggestion than a question. <sighs> My interest was lost 
in no prep drag racing when they were consistently getting below 1.8. I I thought like when everything was shut down during COVID, I was going to build one and the dudes in Minnesota were doing like two twos, two fours, all that stuff. But it was a very early, it was a very early going of no prep. And then it's gone so far above and beyond. And it's like, um, you know, the ESCs now, it's like there's no throttle control. You just pull the throttle full as fast as you can, and then the ESC does the rest, which is cool. But, I mean, if you don't know how to dial 10 steps on your ESC, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's cool, though, that they got a dedicated deal. It's just too far for me to go and check out true yeah uh pat boyd is wondering will we see a big minnesota turnout at island speedway for the ncts final round my prediction is yes i'm guessing we get 20 or 30 guys from minnesota let's see about that yeah and he's wondering uh thoughts on the winter schedule dollar hobbies released today um well speaking of the larger turnout Jeff, you know, had uh, had the schedule with uh, the same Friday as NCTS Friday. I'm like, dude, that's not going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's good. And he mostly announced the series between, um, between the Toy Box and Dollar Hobby. It's going to be a Saturday series called The Border Battle. It's going to be a six-race series with one drop. And then it's your average... Friday night and Sunday morning racing. It's going to be a blast. Um, I think Dollar and the Toy Box are really going to fill that void that Thunder Road left behind. Um, yeah, and then we got a couple more questions here. Um, Justin Dawkins wondering, what do you think of Fiscale Race at Southern Minnesota RC Raceway? Dude, I loved it. Um, the tracks a like the track itself is like concrete hard. That's a little rough, but other than that, dude, it's the track. It was fun. There, there was room to race. That was the number one concern I had. If there was going to be room to race or not, there was room to race. Um, it was a really, really, really wild lap, but I got in within. A uh, second of my nitro truggy for fast lap. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, it was one of those laps where it's like, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck yeah, up. <laughs> exactly. Um oh yeah. Also, I was gonna say one more thing. Uh if you're gonna run fist scale anywhere ever, but anywhere in Minnesota with us, uh, you need a kill switch. Um, so yeah switch that boy cut off all the circulation yeah dude um i mean it just shuts the spark off it's such a i had to use it um i well i thought i was gonna have to use it yesterday but because i lost steering in my truck but i was able to just um pop the throttle a little bit and pull it over a tube um 
Hesh Hash is wondering uh, thoughts on Agama's new shock setup with the horizontal setup. Well, like I said earlier, it's gonna be. It's it has so much potential. You need the talent to develop it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, I kind of agree with you a little bit on that, but at the same time, I I think it would handle somewhat similar to our everyday cars nowadays. Yes and no. I mean, everything kind of works the same. Kind of. I think I really wish there was one at the Nationals. Dude, the Nationals, that track held together so nice. It didn't get blown apart at all, you know. Um, you know, I forgot to talk about Seth. Fucking Seth, uh, he went there with a broken shoulder. He did. Yeah, he went there. He qualified second in Truggy and finished fifth. And I want to say he finished sixth or seventh in the buggy final, which if you see who was outside of that final... It's fucking nuts. It was pretty nuts. Dude, he did awesome. Uh, Yeah. That track really complemented his driving style. It was very high speed, hang it out there type scenario. Um, Yeah, but I would have loved to see Inagama out there. Sorry, Seth took ninth in buggy. He was up to like fifth or sixth, but he ended up ninth, but still in the main. And he ended up fifth in Truggy. Um, but yeah, if you look who was outside, like Cavalieri wasn't in the main. Pavitas was outside. Bourdon was outside. Sontag, Horn, uh, Lee Setzer, you know, Lutz was outside. It's just crazy. Fee was on the outside. Renderdick. Um, it was definitely a make-or-break layout, especially with how high and how much traction came up. Right. Aiden Horn got the best frickin' uh, interview of the weekend. End of the final, he goes, uh, it wasn't my day, but he goes, Spencer Rivkin, he's a dog. <laughs> Shit like that. It was <laughs> awesome. If you can find Aiden Horn's uh, interview after the finals, because he kind of took the microphone. Keenan was uh, looking for somebody in the top three, and Aiden just took the microphone and went off. It was awesome, mm-hmm. dude. That's a that's the kind of that personality is so fucking good for the hobby. You know what I mean? Aiden's just a fucking hoot and a half as it is, anyways. He is. I mean, most most. Pro-level drivers would have been pissing and moaning and moping about their race because they ain't make the finals, but not Aiden. And I hope I hope his sponsors look at that as a good thing the way I look at it because, dude, like I said, most guys, if they were in the finals, if they made the finals and they weren't in the, you know, if let's say they had a DNF, they were moping and pissy or whatever. Which, that's also understandable. I've been there, too. <laughs> it is understandable. So, um, yeah, man. Do you got anything else? 
Uh, this weekend, the Visions race. Yeah. In Oklahoma. Yeah, we'll be, hopefully we'll be done with the finals by the time their finals are on or whatever. Um, that's going to be a good one. Jared Wiggins won that one last year, coming out of nowhere. And that was kind of his um, coming out race, because Jared had been making finals, but he hadn't been finish finishing very high in those finals. And then it's like, after that finish visions race he was in the top five consistently for like all last year into this year Mm -hmm. so yeah we'll see um i wonder if uh you don't i wonder if dakota can keep i think dakota's gonna be there they've been doing profiles on everybody who's gonna be there i've heard on a podcast so it's not like i'm talking too much shit, but I heard Barry Baker might be done as his mechanic. Uh-oh. Not, like, bad. It's like he's got to, you know, Barry doesn't get paid for this. Or if he does, it's not, an, you know, Barry's got a real job. Right. Um. So what's that going to entail? Um, does anybody at TLR, like, no... Dakota the way Barry does. Maybe maybe it's just a rumor. Maybe Barry's gonna be his mechanic till the day that until it all ends. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. But it's just a rumor going around. Freaking hey, talk. But besides that, speaking about talking smack and rumors, uh, real car racing. Did you see the number fifty four at Le Mans? The garage fifty four. You must be talking about F one. No, I'm talking about the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Uh, they threw a NASCAR out there. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Uh, it lasted basically all 24 hours. They had to pull it in to get a gearbox change. But even with that gearbox change, they finished 39th overall out of 63 cars. Um, It was so fast that they had to put it in front of all the GT cars, like the Ferraris and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's LMP cars. Think of like, um, think of kind of like a 12 scale, the way those look. Okay. Yep. Kind of like, but they're definitely a wedge car. You got two LMP, you got LMP ones, which is the fastest. And you got LMP twos, which is a tick slower. That car was giving the LMP2 cars a run for their money. It was unreal. It was, uh, Jimmy Johnson was, uh, it's funny, the NASCAR fans don't know who Jensen Button is. Jensen Button, former Formula One, because I was watching a ton of TikToks, and they're like, it's Jimmy Johnson and two other unknowns. I'm like, Jensen Button is not an unknown, you un... uh, Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of cool. They just threw a NASCAR out there, and <laughs> but it, yeah, that is pretty neat that they did something like that. It was basically a cup car, except the fuel tank was way larger, as and, it would have to be. Yeah, and it had about fifty more horsepower. So they did take some liberties with it, but. Anyway, 
Yeah, man. Uh, are you going to make loose nuts next week? I might make a showing. I don't know if I'll race, but I'll I'll for surely try and make a showing. Yeah. I mean, that's not too bad of a drive from St. Francis for you, is it? Uh, we're in East Bethel. Oh, East Bethel. Okay. But, yeah, no, it's not too far. Probably 35-ish minutes. Yeah, that's not bad. So, oh, I'm yawning. I'm dying. I took a long nap, and I'm still dying. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah, I hope to see there. I hope to see everybody there. I hope it's going to be, you know, we had 141 at uh, Southern. I hope we see that many, if not more, at uh, Loose Nuts. I mean, we should make it worth Tim's while for sure, and yeah. Do you got anything else? Um, This weekend, Loose Nuts, a couple weekends from now, FTR. Their uh, their next club race is going on. That is July, July. 15th. Yeah. Oh, before we get off, uh, July 1st is going to be um, Southern's Dash for Cash. They run all your regular A-scale classes, but that's going to be the next uh, fifth-scale event we get going as a group. Hell yeah. I have to replace uh, two $250 servos before then. Ugh. Dude, it's hard. <laughs> it is. I don't. I, I got. Uh, I contacted the NSDRC guys. I don't expect them to replace it or even give me a deal. What I'm going to do is I'm going to buy a brand new one for mod, and I want to send this one in and see if they'll rebuild it for me so I have a backup so I don't go home again. You know what I mean? Yep, there you go. Because it's so hard to have a $250 servo as a backup, but let's say they can rebuild it for like $100, $125. I would do that all day long. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, so I'm Joe Zer Jr., and with me was Joey Fitzsimmons, and we've ran out of talent. See you guys. Y'all have a good rest of your day. See you.